to the Man Dog Pod, the Improv and Conversation Podcast with me, Dan Lippert, and my Olympiad co-host, Ryan Rosenberg. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Dan. How you doing? Thank you for acknowledging my Olympic status. Oh, thank you for being so talented at, uh, let's see, what was the one you were, surfboarding? I was uh, just, just edged out for surfboarding this year in the Olympics, but hey, being at the trials was a pretty good feeling. Very exciting. You were the only person to almost drown. Need the lifeguard. Yeah. I was yeah. the only person that, that deployed the jet ski for me. Uh, so I'm hoping that they don't invite me next year. It was a very scary experience, and I'm done with surfboarding and the Olympics. <laughs> well, you went out in a uh, blaze of shame, which I'm happy to say. <laughs> I'm very happy about that, yeah. Now, How are you, Dan? Are you a, You're an Olympiad yourself, right? Uh, I have watched uh, the most Olympics and judged the most Olympics, like sat on my couch more than anyone else and judged people who are more talented than I am. <laughs> right. Oh, I can't believe they didn't make that dive. Too big of a splash. you got to stick that vault, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> the one, especially the ones you know you could never, ever do. Yeah. Gymnastics uh, are easily the hardest for big guys like us. Absolutely. I they, they, During one of them, they were like, just to imagine this, Put your iPhone on the ground. That's how wide the vault that they're standing on is. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> That's crazy. I can't, <laughs> I can't even step. Well, and then I stepped on my iPhone and broke it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you uh, heard him, folks. You heard him laugh. So why don't we just go ahead and introduce him? What do you think, Dan? I think that's wonderful. I, um, I will say very quickly, they need to hear this before they're introduced. If you're listening for the first time and you just need some information, we do this podcast for free with our guests. We've also got a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash you're the man now, dog. You can get the full version of this episode. That's right. There's extra that won't be on the free version. There's extra episodes with just Ryan and I. And if you're on the higher tiers, there's monthly episodes that we add as well as other content and video content of all the episodes. So please join us on the Patreon. And without further ado, let's bring our guests on. I will start. With a return guest, the very wonderfully funny, Rachel Van Ness. Hi, Rachel. Woo! Hi. She made it. She made it. That's for your your Patreon followers. Yeah. Everybody's going to be wondering what that was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, imagine somebody like an extra in Oprah's audience. That's what that Mm -hmm. was. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being here today and bringing that energy. Yes. Yeah, thank you for having me. I like to bring game show energy to every <laughs> podcast I do. <laughs> good, good, totally, totally. You well, can be an audience member here too. You know what I mean? You don't have to be forced into anything. 
Yeah, we've had some guests just watch all the scenes. Yeah, yeah, I'm just here to make a lot of noise, but not really much besides ambiance. Woo! Woo! Well, speaking of not able to add much, let's bring on our other guest. <laughs> Another returning guest, he did an episode in person with Rachel. We're bringing the crew back. The author of the new novel... In theaters everywhere, folks. Wow. Uh, it's Jake Jabor, author of Training to Be Myself. Hi, Jake. Hi. Hi. Oh, a light applause for the author. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, you got to be respectful in a bookstore. <laughs> yeah, that was like an audience member shout and someone at a book signing or something. <laughs> Hi, Jake. Hi. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for having me on with Rachel, actually. I'll, yeah. I, I'll even go that far. What a uh, treat. <laughs> you're welcome. I mean, what a crew. I feel like you you both were on, like, a, one of our first 15 episodes. I don't know if that's right, Ryan. But that, that seems right. right. Early, early days. Uh, we skyrocketed it. I feel <laughs> like this is almost the NPR episode, because, Rachel, you're an artist. You've been featured in the... New Yorker magazine. Wow. Mm -hmm. And wow, Jake, wow. you're a novelist. You're a published novelist. Mm -hmm. And I they honestly... won't let you back into New York. Isn't that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they won't let me back into all of New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. City specifically, but the state is also not hot. Yeah, the state's on notice for sure. <laughs> yeah, gotta yeah, yeah. Got to ship Jake pizza all the time. <laughs> <laughs> And you're you're busy. You're in those skyscrapers every day, just you know, pitching cartoons and stories. Yeah, well, they put most artists in the top of skyscrapers in New York. People think it's Wall Street, but it's artists who run that town. Baby. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've seen Caroline in the city. I know how it works. <laughs> yeah, Jake, we know you've seen Caroline in the city. <laughs> Guys, if you're going to read the book, let me skip it for you. It's all about Caroline in the city. All of it. Just a summary, really. Yeah. yeah. If you don't think I could write 300 pages on Caroline in the city, uh, you'd be mistaken. <laughs> Uh, Jake, the book, I, I mean, we're going to get into improv, but I do feel like I'm very excited that because uh, this was such like a blood, sweat and tears work of like effort and time and energy. And like, I, it's so cool. All your uh, everyone we know is so supportive and excited for you, which is like it, it's cool to see the energy that you put out in the world being like put back out towards you, mm -hmm. which I really love. Um, and the book I have not read yet. I don't care to. No, um, I'm excited <laughs> to. But the basic elevator pitch is you took a train trip across the country and mm -hmm. the book is kind of like a series of essays kind of using that trip as a way to also be not like a memoir, but like stories about your life and pop culture and, and, and that type of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you could go. I think memoir is all, all right. I mean, a travel memoir, like a, each chapter is a different day on the road. But it is, yeah. So the nicest things people have said is like, is confirming what I hoped, which is like, oh, this felt like I was taking a trip with you, or this felt like a, a long conversation with you, uh, for better or worse. Really? Conversation. I just couldn't get out. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I was reading this thing, I couldn't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> just 
yap, yap, yap the whole time. Didn't ask me a single fucking question. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's plenty of good questions in this book. It was such a joy to uh, read all your stories and also just to read like such a big chunk of your prose. Uh, I don't know if everybody knows this, but Jake and I were roommates for like eight years. And Mm -hmm. so I loved uh, reading a lot of your like essays and stuff like that back in the day. And this feels like such a cool culmination of, uh, you know, years of hard work and just like becoming yourself or whatever. And that feels so cool to see. Proud of you, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I got to say, uh, yeah, living together and you sort of being like, I really like that thing you wrote or whatever is like it goes a long way it's definitely something that like helps uh those little things uh somebody just being like i read what you did or i saw what you did and i liked it are definitely is definitely fuel or at least it was for me doing this whole process of like is this gonna be any good is this trash (laughs) and then like uh maybe but like recalling those times where it's like oh Somebody said they liked what I did. Somebody whose opinion I value and who's a, like, and I think didn't have to. Like, you could have, <laughs> right. you could have read it and not said anything, and I would have not known. Uh, <laughs> right. And so it's like an easy out. And uh, but it 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 meant a lot for the, uh, you to do that early on. So oh, thanks, good. man. Good, good. Well, if you, if anybody can look up Jake's old Tumblr post, there's some great Jesus. Please on don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, quickly. Uh, <laughs> uh, after Ryan said such nice things, does it make you feel guilty that you kicked him out of that room to hang your <laughs> Run the Jewels LP and backpacks on the wall? <laughs> I mean, a little bit, but uh, I had to put him somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I can't just stack hats in a corner like a fool. <laughs> Do you all like... I had I had always kind of pictured my life as like an actor comedian being that like I wanted to know creative people that were good at all sorts of stuff uh, and kind of make that feel like a reflection on me mm-hmm. being like oh I must be cool and creative if I know all these creative people mm-hmm. um, and so like when people that I am around are being creative it does make me feel happy for them but also good for myself selfishly where it's like yes i do know talented people that's cool right yeah yeah that's also the best thing when it's like when your friend makes something and it feels like a boon to your confidence and your energy when so often you see somebody make something and you're like i guess i should go die (laughs) (laughs) why am i not that thing immediately uh am i ever gonna make anything good I've never done clowning, but I've missed the boat on it. (laughs) (laughs) Something I've had no interest for a long time. Now I feel like uh, I'm rotten for not doing. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Olympics, I mean, I feel that way all the time. (laughs) But back to Jake's book. No, No, no. yeah. Uh, Yeah, I, I, oh, sorry. I think that's a, I think that's a great reflection. And I, I, I agree. It's like, it is nice to be surrounded by so many people who are doing stuff I think you are a reflection of the company you keep and, and vice versa and things like that. And it's really nice. And yeah, I, I sometimes I am like, I maybe I should have like diversified a little and made friends who are like agents or business people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're all, sometimes we're all just like throwing our art into a cauldron and like yeah. hoping it creates a big enough fire for somebody to take notice. Uh, 
Yeah, but, it's like all the business yeah. people. It's like, well, they didn't want to hang out until two a.m., so we didn't become friends. They were like going to sleep at reasonable hours and working hard to make money. <laughs> going on vacations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to try a scene. Beautiful. Whoa, y'all! That was an awesome set. That really rocked. Uh, Hell yeah, dude! That that felt like the energy was right. We were like vibing out there. Yeah, great job, guys. Yeah, (laughs) that was really. I'm really impressed with y'all. That was like, I mean, I can't believe it. It's like you know, we were all in high school together, and here you fucking are. I mean, you're headlining. You're headlining your own tour. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, 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 man. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I didn't start playing bass, you know? I'm thinking, like, <laughs> damn, man, this is awesome. It looked like you had so much fun up there. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate you coming out. It's really cool to see you again. Yeah, you too, you too. <clears throat> I didn't know if you got my emails that I was coming, that I was going to be here. But I'm happy to see y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think we've just been rehearsing a lot, you know, really busy. We've kind of been going town to town. So it's it's really cool that you came out. We, you know, I'm glad you're here now. Mm-hmm. Did you want me to sign that bass you brought? Is that why you brought that? You want me to give it a little signature? Oh, well, I don't want to muck it up, you know. Because uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm kind of like learning bass a little lately, you know. Right. I don't know. If you, oh, great. I, I'd be fucking embarrassed to play in front of you guys right now, but <laughs> after you've seen that set. but if you Yeah, I'm, I'm really tired. <laughs> you must be. Yeah, you must be. And there's all this. Everybody seems to want to hang with y'all in that dressing room and stuff. So, yeah. Well, it was great to see you, man. We're pretty wiped. Uh, I see you're strapped up there. Maybe, maybe they'll want to <laughs> yeah. listen to you play in the parking lot or something. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I doubt it. I doubt it. I've just got this thing, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, your foot's your foot's holding the door to the dressing room open. If you want to. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Pull the. Oh, sorry. I, I I knew it was there. I thought you didn't because you were closing pretty tight, so I wasn't sure. It's kind of hurting that foot there. Yeah. Well, it was nice seeing you. Um, I'm I'm sure there are people out in the parking lot who would, uh, you know, also have guitars and drums and stuff. You could like form your own group, and that could be like a really cool thing for you. Um, <laughs> could so you imagine? If- yeah. But what? Yeah. I'm I mean I'm 29 now. So hey, remember in high school. 29? Sorry, what did you? What did I say? You said twenty nine. I thought. I mean, we're all like thirty eight. So yeah, we're all the same age. (laughs) We came up together, so right. Yeah. Well, um, I'm a. If you guys need anything from the pharmacy, uh, pop down. It's the it's the CVS on Oracle. Uh, I can get you guys anything. You know what? I'm, um, I'm sorry. You want to have one drink? Is that cool, guys? Can I invite them in for one drink? Just, you know, we yeah. we have kind of a few people yeah. to talk to. But if you want to come back for one, meet some of our friends, that wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we find mm-hmm. the time for that. <laughs> okay. Are you okay? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay. Thanks. Why don't you just set the bass down? We're We're kind of done playing music for the night, so you won't need that anymore. I Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an upright bass. <laughs> well, I figured acoustic is tight, dude. Acoustic is really cool. You know, because Andrew's already playing the electric. If right. I was going to be in the band, or what? It's stupid. It's dad shouldn't even finish that sentence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, so, what's just to clarify? We don't have any spots in the band. We're a 
we're a touring band, so it's, yeah, totally. Yeah, that would, yeah I, okay. I, I wasn't thinking that. Good. I mean, it is oh. too bad though, because back in high school, we did really want you to be a part. You know, like there was a time where we talked about it, mm-hmm. but you just never came to the rehearsal. You said you always had like an upset tummy or something. <laughs> Yeah, was it upset tummy? I th- I think it was upset tummy. Yeah. It was consistently upset tummy. It was so long ago. It was so long ago. I it, things were just crazy then. You know, I was worried my parents were going to split up. Um, I was trying to hang out with the football team a lot. Wait, you know? were your parents divorced for like ten years <laughs> before high school? Didn't they get divorced when you were a kid? Yeah, but you know that trauma stays there, and I mm-hmm. thought they were going to move further from each other. I guess I, mm. the timing is so crazy; I don't even remember anymore. Mm, yeah, but yeah, what's um, well, what have you been up to? I mean, obviously, you know what we're doing. We're playing bass and touring the country. What uh, what did you work at CVS? You said uh, what? Yeah, I work at the uh, I'm a, I work at the cash register at the CVS at the front. Um, cash register specifically? Do they are you do they not let you do the rest of the stuff or? <laughs> Well, I've knocked over a few things on the restock, and I'm on what they call my second strike. So I'm mostly just around the register. Mm-hmm. What uh, What about y'all? Uh, are you? Um, I noticed like uh, Andrew and Stephanie are both wearing rings. Is that like? Did you make it official there? What's that about? Yeah, yep. <laughs> we did. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember, Stephanie, you asked me to prom or I asked you. I can't remember. It was so long ago. Well, I actually, that's funny because I haven't forgotten. Um, I actually asked you Uh um, and I did. And it was, you know, kind of bold for the time because usually like the guy asks the lady and I I asked you in this big thing. And then you kind of panicked and said you had an upset tummy and that you couldn't come. (laughs) And I Uh said it it was two weeks from then, but you said you were pretty sure that upset tummy would last for that duration so actually yeah i ended up going with andrew actually that's so crazy can you imagine if i had a better constitution tummy wise? well it's just maybe andrew would be the one who was fired from cvs last week <laughs> and i'd be the one touring oh i'm sorry uh, to hear that yeah that's okay that's okay you know the the strikes rule i was mentioning earlier Mm-hmm. Yeah, I left out a little information. I got my third strike recently. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, was it for oh, knocking man. over a display again, or yeah, yeah, uh, yeah? I knocked yeah, over okay. the super soakers, the or like the knockoff super soakers. The... Right, right. Oh, oh my God, babe! I I just got a text from the uh, person house sitting for us. The our our dogs are sick. I uh, I think I gotta. Oh. I, I'm gonna miss the next. I gotta go home to the dogs. You, I gotta miss the next show. No, I miss the next no, show. dude, you're our lead bassist. You can't just go. You, I, we can take him to the vet, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you want, you want to trust the house sitter to take our dogs to the vet? I people do that all the time. <laughs> I just. I, and I see you the wheels what? in your head turning. No, you cannot audition for the band. I'm sorry. No. The I'll one just... wheels turned it. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you ran outside and grabbed your stand-up bass and brought it back in. Oh yeah, I was just worried someone was going to steal it. I put, I, I, well, I took it. For, I, I paid a pretty penny. 
Oh my gosh, she knocked over the mini fridge. Let me pick it all up. Everywhere. <laughs> well, I'm so sorry about your dogs. I, I can't even imagine who poisoned them or um, or what. Poison? They... I didn't say poison. <laughs> me? <laughs> we didn't even ask to poison them, and you just said me. Oh my god, my tummy is going crazy. <laughs> Your tummy doesn't hurt. You haven't had anything since you got in here. You said you felt great after the show. Does your tummy That's really hurt coming back you... to bite me in the ass. <laughs> you wait, so you poisoned our dogs? Look, look. I think we can all agree that the only reason you're successful is circumstance. And I could have had your life and you could have had mine, you know? And well, dude, it's not too late to start. I mean, music, anybody can play music. You know, you just got to. Hey, he poisoned our dogs. He doesn't <laughs> need to fucking <laughs> pick me up. We're not helping him anymore. I'm not helping him. I'm just, I mean, I just feel bad for him. I feel worse for your dogs. Of course, they deserve at least. But I mean, he can't do anything, you guys. He, his life sucks. He can't do anything. He's unwell. He needs to go home. Ow. Are the strings always this sharp? <laughs> I think they're round, right? I don't know. Well, I'm bleeding, so <laughs> I, I hope you have insurance. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you and I both know I'm not insured. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, come on! It, listen, it feels feels like you have a bigger connection to yes. us than maybe no us than maybe we have been thinking of you. You know, and I think mm. think it's best for you to maybe just focus on yourself. You know, uh, take care of yourself. Yeah. Take some lessons. Do something. Don't poison anyone's dogs anymore. I never have. <laughs> never have. And that's wonderful advice. And I, honestly, I'm so happy for you all. Um, I don't know if you saw the Instagram posts I was tagging you in because it, something was happening with the algorithm where you kept getting untagged. But I'm really proud of your work. Um, and uh, Stephanie, Andrew, um Clark, this has been one of the coolest reunions of my life. And I can't. God. <laughs> what? I spent the past 21 years suffering, honestly. And uh, you've really set me free by giving me that pep talk. And I'm a changed man. And since Andrew's going to deal with the dogs. I think this is a perfect opportunity for me to do exactly what you were saying, Clark. Take some lessons. Go on tour. All and, I, and we'll find whoever poisoned that dog. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Take lessons? You're not even ready to go. <laughs> no! My hands are all cut up! <laughs> I don't understand how you think you can go on tour right away if you can't even take your lesson. Oh. And if your hands are so soft and delicate, <laughs> a single strum ripped yes. them apart. 
I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Paul McCartney doesn't even know how to read music. I just saw in the documentary. So uh, maybe I he, I don't need lessons. You know, I just fiddle with it. Your songs seem pretty easy, to be honest. I could probably knock one out. All right, let's. You know what? How about this? How about we try a song? You can stand in. I'm very tired, but we're gonna do it anyway. And if you're not up to snuff, we're kicking you out of the screen this green room right now Mm -hmm. and we are absolutely not grabbing drinks with you but if you stick it we will at least grab drinks with you but you still can't too (laughs) i will not i think you poisoned our dogs i am actually am i sensing a little discord here between you two you're not gonna get in there they're they're, they're married and we love to tour the three of us okay it's great Mm -hmm. okay yeah all right let's go let's play um one of your songs or something, a cover? What do we want to do Do here? you know anything? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're going to play, we're going to play Sausage Disco, okay? Okay. Oh, yes. Love this one. Great. All right. Uh, a one oh, and a two, <laughs> and a you know what to do. <laughs> Ow! Ah! Oh, God. Ow! God. Why are your hands all pruny and delicate? Have you been in water all day or something? I was in a hot tub trying to psych myself up for this. (laughs) Scene. What does that mean to be psyched up in a hot tub? (laughs) Hot tub truly takes more energy out of me than anything. I have to go to sleep immediately afterwards. Uh, In college, our routine before doing our college improv team, before doing shows at USC... We would go into the uh, the workout center, whatever it was called, and we would hit the hot tub before our 11 p.m. improv shows. I was such a different person that we would go in the hot tub. I would get a coffee at 10:45 p.m. Oh and I God. would do an improv show, and I would be able to go to sleep after that. Like I, that is like a like Mississippi speedball or something <laughs> to my body now. I think. That's what's so funny to me about improv, though, that, like, people are, like, in my college, like, all the, a group of guys would always be, like, monster, 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 and then they'd go and they'd all get monsters before the show because they were just, like, we've got to be fucking amped to talk over all the women. (laughs) Hey, take an extra monster. Rachel almost got a sentence in last time. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) It is the weirdest impulse that, like, what you're doing is really cool <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like it's rock or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go ahead, Rachel. I don't know. I heard about some people doing cocaine before Harold Knight, and I was like, if that's what you need, I just, I don't know what to do for you. Whoa. I don't know. <laughs> what, yeah, were they hilarious? Don't... <laughs> well, they were definitely <laughs> aggressive, <laughs> which is usually pretty funny. <laughs> it really puts everyone at ease. Yeah, I really feel good about being picked up by a coked out teammate. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I want to be in the same room with, enjoying theater, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're gonna go to the opera. <laughs> Time to take some go. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'll do that, like with a movie or something. If it's like a big blockbuster popcorn movie, I'll be like, well, not with cocaine, but with weed, I'll be like, oh, I should like smoke a little just so Jurassic Park 
feels crazy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't really hear that with other drugs that much. It would, it's just would be too intense. Like to go to a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, uh, I wouldn't know with cocaine, everybody out there who's accusing me of knowing, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it does seem very, uh, I don't know. I don't have a sentence there. That's yeah. okay. I feel Thank the you. same way with weed too. Like I'll get really excited to take an edible before a movie and I'll be like, this is going to be so fun. It's going to be so silly. And then I'm like, kind of just high enough to be kind of checked out of the whole thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it doesn't help when you're watching Marvel movies where you're like already a degree of separation removed because you know everything that's going to happen because the formula. Yeah. And then on top of it, it's like, and I can't remember what anybody said two sentences ago. <laughs> totally. If it doesn't have like a big, cool song, I'm pretty much checked out of that scene. You know, like... <laughs> I can only register awesome stuff, but I can't focus on anything like regular. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also so much of those movies in particular are like, when you actually look at them, it's like, oh, all of these scenes are just moving the plot forward. It's just some of the most famous people in the world saying gibberish to move the plot forward to the next action scene. Uh, And so it's very hard to follow already. I would say, mm-hmm. or care about. Sorry, Marvel, you're getting roasted today. <laughs> Sorry, Marvel. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm really kind of at the end of the Marvel thing. Like, I just finished watching Loki, and mm-hmm. I just felt, like, very lost. I'm like, where are we now? And, how? like, how do they go on any further? It feels like they've done all the Marvel stuff. Now it's, like, time and universes and it's like it's over you gotta i don't. I can't imagine another story that feels new you know mm-hmm. i will give a counterpoint though which is now they've done all this self-important stuff so they can just be really silly now so in loki we got crocodile loki which let's be honest he was the star of the show uh <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's a now, crocodile version of him in one of the universes yeah yes wow yes and there's a frog thor and an alligator Loki, and the alligator Loki bites off a politician Loki's hand, which is very exciting because <laughs> uh, he's just like this surly crocodile. <laughs> um, and I just feel like like with them doing the Spider-Man movie where they're putting, not Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse, but they're going to have a Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. Like, I feel like now's the fun time where they're like, what if we just right. put... All the people, I know they already did that with Avengers. I'm just, I'm just saying, I think there's hope for them to be doing sillier and more interesting stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's just how we feel. (laughs) I love that you have faith in them. Maybe I was just bored and I was like, uh, got angry, you know? Yeah, I Both can be true, probably. Maybe. Both can be true. I would love if that was how like Siskel and Ebert always ended. (laughs) <laughs> well, both can be true both can be true he liked it i hated it i don't know i guess what we do doesn't matter because you're gonna watch it and have your own opinion <laughs> right. uh they, go ahead jake sorry dan go ahead no i didn't go ahead please i was just gonna say like those those two guys got so famous and they could like they could tank a movie before it like 
if they both didn't like it. But they also have track records of like one of them not liking Aliens, one of them not liking Silence of the Lambs, one of them not liking Die Hard. But if they both were like, this stinks, it would like, it could like ruin a movie. Right. I have a confession. <clears throat> I'm doing so hard through context clues to piece together who Cisco and Eber are. And I have <laughs> oh my no idea other than they seem to be movie critics. Yes. <laughs> wow. That th- this is maybe the first time where an, a reference like the age gap has really <laughs> been shown in a reference. Did you say, by the way, Cisco and Ebert? <laughs> Which is okay because you don't know them. Well, Cisco, the Costco brand, right? And oh, yeah. Ebert, the cousin of Bert and Ernie. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, like, the oh, internet cousin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Siskel and Ebert were two. Uh, one, they were, they just had a classic duo look. One was kind of like short and uh, overweight, and the other was tall, thin, and bald. And they sat in a movie theater alone and reviewed movies, and they would give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So that's where like two thumbs up came from, essentially. Is this on- YouTube? No, or? this was like the 90s. This was before YouTube existed. It, it was uh, a okay. huge show on PBS. Uh, so you just watch them watching a movie? You don't, no, no, you don't watch them watching. They play the trailer and, and clips, and they review the movie and talk about their experience. They're like movie reviewers. Oh, that's fun. They were too... <laughs> <laughs> it does sound so lame now that like everybody has a movie review to be like, so we just listened to two guys in a theater? It feels like that's the whole show. Well, something I like about it is something I've always loved about movies is like the, the ritual of like sitting next to somebody during the previews. Cause you can't miss the preview. So sitting next to somebody <laughs> and it's like, that's the moment everybody gets to be a critic. It's the mm-hmm. moment like judging the trailer. Everybody gets to be like another action movie. No way. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or like, that looks pretty good. And I love Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, like, we got to see that one together. Like I love that little mm-hmm. that little connection. Mm. That's fun. Um, it it is funny in uh uh their show when it you would see the trailer or a couple scenes from the movie and then it would cut back to the theater on them and lights would come up as if they had just finished watching the movie and they would start talking about it, which is a funny thing to imagine that they actually would sit and watch the whole movie just alone in the theater next to each other, which I don't think they did. Right. <clears throat> I hope they did. What good so, I heard sometimes they would, but afterwards they wouldn't talk about it because they wanted mm. to, like, save it for the show. Right. So they'd just be like, see you at work tomorrow or whatever. Um, but my question is, do you have, do any of you have a critic that you will routinely sort of go to to read about a movie uh and then follow up do you think they're necessary is it necessary to have movie critics like and then maybe a third follow-up should there be improv critics (laughs) are you gonna get into improv criticism is that what you're going to (laughs) i've thought about it for a long time that it's kind of weird that it's an art form that we don't sort of like do write-ups on Mm-hmm. Or like because uh, I've got some things to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we, I think Ryan and I have. To, I, I will go through the three questions briefly. Ryan, uh, I do not have a critic. I read a lot in Arizona. I remember on the the whatever the Republican newspaper was in Arizona, 
there was a, a guy who I would always do whatever the opposite of what he said. He like mm. ha- loved the worst movies, hated anything <laughs> interesting. I can't remember his name, but I we've talked about this a little bit, Ryan and I. I don't really understand. I understand like the intellectual idea of movie criticism and like talking about ideas and and that stuff. But the existence of it of like thumbs up, thumbs down, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't make a ton of sense to me because like everyone has a different experience. And it's it's very weird for me to take the opinion of someone who studies movies to tell me if I'm going to have fun at a movie or how it's going to make me feel. Yeah, I agree with that. Something I'm trying to do better lately is appreciating a movie for what they were trying to do and not for like what I think a good movie is. Because like Fast and Furious is not trying to be a good movie. God, no. It's just trying to be like fun with a lot of explosions and like some examples of male friendship. I've never seen it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like you could almost only judge a movie against itself in a weird way or against what you think it was trying to be. I don't know. No, that makes total sense. I feel like the the critic thing is necessary to like bring in people who are not already fans. You know what I mean? Like that's one thing Mm -hmm. I feel like I've learned from sort of being involved in entertainment is that like most people are not interested. (laughs) Like people who are in comedy love comedy, but people who are outside of it like to laugh, but they don't really Mm -hmm. care about comedy. (laughs) You know what I mean? So they need sort of like that. I watch them all and tell you how they are as like a buffer. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. I don't like it, but it makes sense a little bit to me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I do, I do like, uh, I don't read critics' reviews really, but I do like somebody telling me what the movie was supposed to mean. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I don't always get the meaning of the movie, and like, somebody will be like, and this symbolized this, and this stood in for like, whatever and i'll be like thank you so much for explaining that to me mm-hmm. now, yeah i'm more excited i i've read reviews that have made me enjoy a movie more like i left the movie being like ah, oh, that was okay or whatever and then read a review that it like was like this is what i took away from it and i guess what i'm describing is a conversation but me being like oh i can appreciate it in a way right. that i didn't leave in the movie theater um, i guess i enjoyed the discussion but i guess the the review it like pings like good or bad and that i don't care for but the like yeah. interest or like the dissection i think is great yeah what's the lowest like what's a movie that's a real stinker that you love like that <laughs> comes to mind that's like this guy people fucking hated this right <laughs> <clears throat> mine is the heartbreak kid remake with ben stiller mm-hmm. we've oh. talked about that movie a bunch uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah yep it's a, there's funny parts. <laughs> it's not my favorite. It's a it's a tough it's a tough movie to recommend yes. to anybody in this day and age. But right. there are some parts that I think are like so great. Uh, Who's I, the? I feel like I remember the uh, the romantic interest in that movie being somebody that I really liked at the time. Like uh, uh, Malin Ackerman oh. is well, and Michelle Monaghan are the two. Michelle Monaghan, I, maybe I don't know anymore. I, I, this is cuttable. That, I, there's no, I've added nothing to this. Neither of them are who I was thinking about. <laughs> oh, maybe you're thinking of Jerry Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the romantic, uh, the romantic counterpart to, to to his son. That movie. 
I feel like my version of that movie is probably Joe Dirt. Like I mm-hmm. saw it at the age where it like really hit my sense of humor hard, and and so it I'm like stop developing there. Like I'll always just think it's really funny, even though it's not currently what I think is funny. It still just like kills me every time. I've seen it way too many yeah. times. I feel like if it's a movie you've laughed at with your dad and your mom mm-hmm. as a kid, it's going to permanently be a cool movie. Right. Like, mm. um, I don't think Three Amigos is a flop. So I'll say, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cinematic royalty. So I will say Dodgeball was big when mm. I was a kid. Yeah. And I was like, now this is a good movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But as an adult, I think I'd be horrified to rewatch it. <laughs> Maybe I'd still like it. <laughs> Look, this is a story. I, it's a little bit sidetracked. But I think I've told it before, but I just can't hear Dodgeball without thinking it. I saw that movie in theaters twice. The second time I saw it, there's a scene where she opens her door and you, you, you there's this big reveal that she's really into unicorns. Her whole house is unicorn based. <laughs> and the guy in the row behind me in the theater to himself just goes, Somebody likes unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> and that phrase is like burned into my brain. I say it if in a movie like someone <laughs> like has a lot of like pig paraphernalia, I'll like think that to myself. Like somebody likes pigs. Do you think he was funny or was it funny to you and he was not making a joke? Like I don't I think he was like you know uh, this is a really hard concept to try to put words to. But when a movie is purposefully making somebody seem unusual and the someone is acting like they are mad at the movie because they're like, why is that person like this? That's so crazy. And it's like, yeah, that's what they're saying. Like, <laughs> right. I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I've got a scene idea. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so excited for uh, Fast and Furious to start. Oh, me too, man. It is like we've waited too long, you know? Yeah, everybody's talking about. I can't wait. I like know almost nothing about the movie, Mm -hmm. but uh, I think it's going to be a good time. Oh well, I have seen them all, and I am totally psyched. If you have any questions, you can totally ask me. I will catch you up, but I don't want to spoil anything. So okay, it's starting. Okay. okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Well, somebody likes cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all like cars a lot. Dom, I can't do this anymore, okay? I'm out of the game. Out of the game? What I hear is out of the family. Well, <laughs> somebody's really like cars, huh? I'm picking it up. This is a movie about people who love cars. Yeah, yeah. No, of course. It's uh it's the ninth it's the ninth one. It's all about cars and stuff. You That's not the joke <laughs> or anything. I think this is part of the base reality. Oh, really? Cuz it's kind of unusual so many people are so excited about cars. Well, yeah, it's a subculture that the movie's about, I guess. So it's uh anyway. Daddy, look. I'm playing with these little micro machines. Will you play with me? Yes, I will. Even the kids like cars. I I can't tell if you're joking or not, but everybody in the movie is going to really like cars. The whole Brian, this let me tell you, this world is unhinged. 
It's unnamed. Everybody's obsessed with cars because they're all car freaks. I know, but if you keep talking about it, you're going to be talking the whole movie because every scene has a car in it. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think it is interesting, but we just got to like, yes, yes. Okay. As long as we both agree, everybody loves cars. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's your pie and your coffee sugar. I guess this guy oh. likes pie, huh? Well, be quiet. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, sorry, dude. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. We should, we should really be quiet. Yeah, but he really likes pie. I guess so. I mean, I I think there's that's look. They're not even talking about the pie. They're just into a scene about the cars. Don't pretend like you weren't just super excited about them liking pie. Well, I was just trying to like do a joke like you do. I, I thought we were. Ki- yeah, they like they do like the pie. You're right. You're right. Can I get those plates out of the way for you? <laughs> she yes, can't. Can, oh. <laughs> I guess she can. I think this pie is making me sick. <laughs> false, false alarm. No one likes pie. <laughs> Have you never seen a movie before? <laughs> because every time something happens on screen, you talk about how much everybody likes it. Look, in this world, for me to understand it, people just like things or they don't like things, and I have to keep it straight. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to follow the story. Well, just to fill you in, it's mostly about cars and racing, but at this point, I think the gang has been brought in by The Rock to help solve a crime because they're the only drivers that can keep up with the bad guys. So they like okay. they all like cars, but they also hate okay. crime. Okay. Okay. So somebody hates crime. I got it. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't discover that because I, to- I told you that. You repeated it. Well, I me. discovered it when you told me. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. Do you want some more popcorn? <laughs> Somebody's obsessed with popcorn. I'm offering it to you. I'm not obsessed with it. I just, I have it. I'm offering it. All right. Somebody hates popcorn. I'll eat some, though, because I'm somebody who likes popcorn. Uh, Okay, everyone. Um, I hope everyone's got their wine. I got all sorts of cheeses. They had a little strawberry jalapeno toast uh, at Trader Joe's that's really good with the brie. Um, and, um, I'm excited to talk about the book. Um, let's see. We've got Wuthering Heights, um, by Bronte. <laughs> now, I thought it, I thought it was fascinating. Okay. Uh, um, I, I, I immediately felt like I was dropped into a world that I understood, uh, or at least the relationships, and um, I thought that was just great. Uh, I, I really, I felt like I was part of what was happening, not just from an outsider, but brought into it the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, somebody likes books, huh? <laughs> what did you say to me? <laughs> I said, somebody likes books, because you clearly enjoyed this book, so it seems like you like books. I like this book. I don't like books. Hey, let's just okay. say, yeah, let's not get too aggressive in the book club. I'm just noticing some tones that we don't normally hear. Why don't we just, why don't we take a breather real quick? And... I thought we were reviewing the books is what I thought we were here to do. Not the people who are talking about the books. Okay. 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 Well, um. Okay. I'll say, uh, um, uh, Michelle. 
that is an interesting observation. Uh, uh, but yeah, we are trying to talk about the books. And Carl. <laughs> Carl. Do you want to take a lap around the house? Or you got to try one of those strawberry jalapeno toasts. Maybe that'll calm you down. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let I me mean... try one of those. Oh. All right. Well, I thought. I, I, what did everybody think about? Are you okay? Did he grab no, the toast really hard? Oh, somebody <laughs> likes strawberry jalapenos. I like this one. <laughs> I don't know if I like them all the time. Why is Michelle do? You know what? I'm going to take a lap around that. Oh, somebody likes lap. Somebody I don't likes know. <laughs> I don't. I don't like laps. I'm doing it as a punishment to myself for freaking out on Okay, you. well, hey, this is, this is the scariest the book club's ever been. Let's just say that. And why don't we all just take two deep breaths, right? Why don't we take two deep breaths? I'm going to even set my glass down because I want to fully relax here for a second, okay? Mm. So why don't we just go in on one. Somebody likes telling everybody what to do. Okay, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you so much. Uh, I'm going to kill you so much. So much. (laughs) Another something you can read about in Jake's book is his time as a teacher with Teach Mm -hmm. for America. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they did all see me cry. Uh, (laughs) Who, all of your students ever? (laughs) <laughs> Every single one of them. I wouldn't let them move pass. Uh, cry. Look at me before you go. <laughs> uh, that's funny because 30 years later or whatever, 27 years later, I still remember the teachers who cried in front of me because there weren't many. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think, uh, what, how did it happen? You were so over. Is it in the book? Is this a tease? It's, uh, it's not in the book. Um, it, the first school I left, I had been there for like three years. And because I'm a special education teacher, I would stay with my kids uh, as they got older. So like, it wasn't like I got a new class every year. I just saw them until they graduated. So I had been working with most of these kids for three years or something. And uh, when I decided that I was going to leave that school, I like uh, talked to them uh, individually, like uh, a handful of the ones that like I'd been with for three years, and just like fell apart and started crying, oh, yeah. uh, like multiple times. And I was like, I was like, I bet that was very. I bet that might have must have been weird to watch an adult kind of just like be like, here's the choice I've made, and I feel sad and bad about it, and uh, I hope like because uh, it's just like a like I'm not infallible, and I'm not. <laughs> like going like everything's okay it's like i've been an adult you've been listening to for three years and i'm quitting (laughs) and i feel bad about it well and i like that you're putting all the pressure on them to absolve you of your guilt like (laughs) (laughs) i think that that is uh i mean i think it's i think probably we should see adults cry more Oh, yeah. it, um, and I think that that it, like I had imagined that they like you were just in a class one day and just couldn't handle them anymore. <laughs> that feels like it, that's like an emotional thing to go through, and it like, yeah. would make sense to you know experience that that way. And I think there is like generally maybe a benefit to seeing somebody be affected by like something ending and the grief of that. 
Yeah, I want to see more people crying so then I don't feel bad for crying a lot. Like we kind of need to, mm-hmm. <laughs> we kind of need to move up the baseline so that like mm-hmm. some, you know, ladies don't look like lunatics when they cry a yeah. lot. Yeah. And it's telling the truth, right? People cry. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you do cry, it's like weird and it never happened, so I shouldn't, but it's like no, that's what everybody is pretending, but it Where yeah. Where's the most uh awkward place or situation where you guys have cried? Mm. Mm. Awkward I'm, place. I'm, I'm pretty controlled. Uh so I haven't had a lot of public cries off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of it. And I don't say that as a brag, just as a thing that is true. <laughs> uh I'm probably more embarrassed about it than I am right. <laughs> two two come to mind. Uh, and actually one wasn't embarrassing but I was caught off guard I was like teaching a script writing class and uh um I think he would be fine uh, if I said it but Rob who you both know very well or all three of you know Skirbo uh end of his script I started crying and I was like reading it uh and I was like whoa um, I was very like emotionally moved by that, and then also one time in high school they did the Charlie Brown song or whatever. <laughs> I started crying, and I don't know why. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the like the do 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 that one. I feel like it. Yeah, but I feel like do 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 do. I don't I I can't even remember. I just remember it was like some all school presentation thing or whatever and they came out and sung some Charlie Brown song and I was like, yeah. And I think I was even like making fun of it with a friend. I was like, this is really sad. And then I started crying and he was like, are you actually crying? And I was like, I actually don't. I was like, I don't know why this is happening right now. Like <laughs> and to this I it really got me. Um yeah. Those are mine. Uh, yeah. Do, uh, sorry. Do you have one? I did. I just said. Uh, sometimes I do that to fill some dead air. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about yours, Rachel? Do you have one that comes to mind? Oh, I've got two. Once was like another piece of art. Somebody up in Portland like did this art exhibit where they did these uh, different like drawings, and then they had the person the drawing was about talking about like kind of what had inspired the drawing. And uh, there was one about a guy just talking about, like, the thrill of going on stage and, like, what a magnetic feeling that is. And for some reason, I got so overwhelmed. I was just bawling in this art exhibit to where, like, <laughs> I went up to the creator and I was like, it was so good. I think he almost felt awkward because I was so, like, over the top. And it's, like, one of those things, like, that Jake talked about where it, like, kind of gets away from you mm-hmm. and you, mm-hmm. like like you can't reel it back in mm-hmm. um i also had that another night this is the most insane crying experience i've had in uh edinburgh i was like working for a show that happened every night and it, the pace of the days was so fast i was like really really tired and um so i was like super worn down i wanted to go hang out with people but i had to like do the spreadsheet real quick and i was just sad that i was missing everything so then I came to finally go hang out with people and one person was like, are you okay? And that just 
broke the mm. floodgate, mm-hmm. which is the worst when like you're like, I can hold it together as long as nobody asks me how I'm doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I started bawling. I bawled for four hours. I had to leave the venue and I just walked around Edinburgh until like two in the morning by myself howling crying it was like I lost my mind and and I finally like I wasn't even done crying I just had to like go home because it was so late and then just like people I was staying with are like are you okay and I was just still like (laughs) (laughs) not those words again And I like had to pass by like groups of tourists and stuff. This is like during fringe, so it's like super busy. And so for every tourist group I passed, I had to be like (laughs) get past them and then ball again. It was so bizarre. (laughs) Did you ever and it was it just because you were like really worn down and every like did you ever sort of process like really what did it? What it was? Um, I think I was like worn down. This was also in like the first two years post-college, which I feel like are always kind of hard for like figuring out your life and who you are and (sighs) that kind of thing. And I think it was some combination of FOMO too, Mm -hmm. like feeling like I was working a lot when a lot of people were having fun. So I decided to excuse myself and just cry by myself for hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I might have an idea for a scene. Great. Uh, we open on like a tour of like an old theater. Yes. And as legend has it, if you say, are you okay? Three times from center stage, the overworked intern who died here will pick one of you to make cry for four days. Oh my God. God. Oh, jinx. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... (laughs) You up that guy's soda. <laughs> I get you one. I, I'll get you one when we're done. Yeah, please, Doctor Pepper. Uh, so wait, they overworked this intern until she died here. That's pretty. Uh, not till she died. Uh, they did overwork her, uh, and then she she started uh, to cry, um, and cried for a very long time, and then. Ooh. I think she got a pretty good job somewhere and then died decades later. Oh, okay. Oh, how long okay. ago was this? <laughs> this was uh, 67 years ago. Mm. Okay. Wow. I know there's all these, you know, um, superstitions about theater. You know, you can't say the name of the Scottish play. You have to leave a light on. <laughs> can't say I good luck, eat... right? You got to say break a leg. A oh, very yeah. good job. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Uh, um, but I, I'd never heard of the wailing intern, uh, and, and and it makes one of us cry if we say it three times. Not even the person who says it. Just no, one it's... of the people in the group. <laughs> yes, just uh, one of the people in the group. Uh, wow. What's wrong? I guess. I mean, it's not gonna. <laughs> She's not gonna come back and haunt me, right? <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> who cares? Who cares? I'm sure it won't matter. I... What's wrong? <laughs> Look, there's no ghost. You know what I mean? Who cares? These theater things, they're all fake. It is legend. Uh, oh, it's, it's no. Legend. oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Honey, don't do this. Uh, no, I'm not doing it. 
just crying. Oh, I don't I, know where this is coming from. I oh, know. Dick, you said the thing, and now I'm crying. Oh my god, is, is this the ghost, or, or oh was it that god. I provoked a weird situation? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have poked the bear like that. I'm it's sorry. the ghost, right? It's, it's not anything that he did, right, honey? It's the ghost or not anything I did, right, honey? It's the ghost. It's Okay, Ooh, well. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. Wait, what do you guys think it would have been? I don't know. What it's, do you guys think would have made me cry? Well, you, you know how it is. Something? It's always something. Now it's just always. <laughs> oh no, I just. I Are you gaslighting me? No, you're allowed to cry. It's just I never know when it's going to happen. I wouldn't have been able to forgive myself if if I knew it was me. You know, so yeah. I, I I really don't want to hurt your feelings, and it must be the stupid ghost thing. Yeah. Oh my god, it and won't stop. From my end. You're allowed to cry whenever you want. I think it's whatever made you cry is real and reasonable, and you're allowed to have those feelings. But I can't fucking figure out what caused it half the time. So I'm happy it's just the ghost now. Sound like you have that speech kind of rehearsed. I, <laughs> it just came out. I don't know what you mean. I, I tell you what the cause is every time. Oh, after uh, the fact, it's like, okay, I kind of see, I see how you saw it that way. But I, when I'm doing it, I don't know that I'm doing it. Like, maybe tonight you're going to cry because I'm doing something here. Because I said jinx with this guy over here. Like, now we got <laughs> We cut to the them at their hotel room, and there's a, a knock at the door. Knock, knock. Uh, yeah, I'll get it. Oh, you got it, honey? Yeah, I already got it. All right. So, uh, I'm sorry. Here. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the, I, I was, there was a couple calls concerned. They said that there was some crying from this room, and uh, we, I just checking in as the hotel manager that everything's okay. Yeah, I just got cursed by a ghost. No, I, I don't know if I'm crying because of the ghost or because my husband's an asshole. Oh, an asshole? <laughs> you know, the words hurt when they come my way also. Could you tie that robe up, sir, if you're going to come over here and talk to me? <laughs> you knocked on my door, buddy. Okay. And by the way... You need to make robes for a man with a 42-inch waist. All right? A lot of hotel guests are over 40. All right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, guys. I'm a manager. I was just walking the halls, you know, doing my rounds. And what's wrong over here? Is something wrong? Um, honey, would you like to explain I, it? I'm, my husband's complaining about his 40-inch waist. 42-inch waist. 42-inch waist. Yeah, but you seem to be crying. What's wrong with you? It was either, I think it was a ghost, but it couldn't be that my husband and I just need couples therapy at this point. What does it take for the ghost? I don't know if I'm also cursed or if your husband's aggression towards me. Oh, I mean, you, you work in a hotel, you deal with motherfuckers all day, and I'm making you cry, dude. Well, maybe well toughen up. <laughs> I don't know if the ghost is affecting me or that you said motherfuckers and I realized somebody wrecked my home. <laughs> it's the ghost. There's no way I'm making you cry because I said this fucking ghost. This, I got a feeling this ghost, you know, they say it was in the theater, but this ghost has been following me around for like 25 years. Oh. 
All right. All right. I can't. I can't be the rock for all three of you. I'm already the rock for my wife. You haven't so... done a single nice thing for anybody that I've seen. I'm listening and I'm not crying, which is makes me good here. I cut to uh, cut to uh, uh, church. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I can exercise a ghost for you, the Catholic Church. That's a service we provide. Fantastic, Padre. Uh, well, uh, so my wife has a crying ghost. You, you, I told you the story already. So, yeah, yeah. what yeah, do we need to do? I guess. Cr- okay, first let me um, let me light some incense and see if there's a ghost in the room. Okay, great. Jesus Christ! How much does you like? Does this smell stick around for a while, or what's? This? I just, I just kind of, I'm doing it a lot because there just does, it doesn't seem like there's a ghost here. No, my wife's crying all the time, <laughs> all the time. Sometimes in the middle of dinner, she'll just start crying. We're just sitting quietly, and she'll start crying. You're just sitting quietly. Yeah. Maybe get a maybe get near her clothes and stuff. I think it'll probably be over there, some sort of residue. Okay, let me go over there. I I mean, I'll light another incense stick, but usually I can tell pretty quickly, and I'm just... Are you sure there's not another reason your wife is crying all the time? Uh, what do you mean? Like a demon? Um, or like a succubus? Some sort of, like, night succubus that's giving her bad <laughs> dreams? What do you mean? Uh, are, you, are you sure you're not just mean? Yes. <laughs> Well, let me see. Let me pull out my incense that I used to. Another incense? I have a lot. It's just I sleep in this room, you know, and I'm very smell sensitive. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Oh, it's in you. That's why you can't smell it. It's in you now. (laughs) No, I'm lighting the incense and it's not. Here, here. I'm lighting my big mean guy incense. Oh my gosh, it's just circling around you. Oh, you've got a mean guy incense? This is a crock of fucking shit. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you, sir. There's not a ghost here. You're just yelling at me. Your car isn't working. I'm giving you the report about it. Okay. Well, I spent $24,000 on this car off the lot. Okay. (laughs) It looks like somebody put water in the gas tank to try to make the gas go longer. (laughs) Well, to make the gas go longer, not to try to. That works, right? (laughs) No, there's no water in your gas tank, and it can't burn. That's what makes the car run. We should have never gone to this theater tour. I wanted to go to Scotland, and I wanted to go to the Guinness factory. That's all I wanted to do. Instead, we go... talking about, sir... My wife took me on a theater tour, and my life has been ruined ever since. <laughs> it's all my fault. No, honey, honey, it's not your fault. It's the ghost that's making you like this. <laughs> and you can get out of the car. We have coffee inside if you'd like. Okay. I just want to be happy again. I wish this ghost would go away. <laughs> me too. Can someone get rid of this ghost? <laughs> What do you what can we do to make this ghost not be the way it is anymore? All right, sir, listen, listen, listen. You came to the right place. The Ghostbusters can take care of this for you right away. All we got to right. do is how how tell us how big do you think this ghost is 
And how strong do you think it is? Because all it's, we got to do is throw the trap, open it up, hit the button, and it'll suck them right up. It's incredibly strong. It's not just infecting my wife. It's my kids. It's the people I work <laughs> with. It's the barista at Starbucks. Wow, this sounds like a pretty rude ghost following you around everywhere. Now, how big would you say this ghost is? A huge. It must be huge. It must be huge. Yeah, why? Okay. I, I mean, how, how would I be able to tell, I guess? I don't know. I don't know. I just, uh, if I had an approximation, if you've ever seen the ghost or anything like that, it can kind of well, help. Waist size. What waist size would you say? Waist size? Waist size is the ghost. <laughs> I don't know how we have to talk about waist size. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Is the ghost affecting you? It must be the ghost. <laughs> the ghost just affected me right now, just twice. Yeah, why don't I just throw our biggest trap, and I'll uh, also yeah. put the lasers in the air, and if there's a ghost in the room, we'll get it. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, the, the ghost is so big. I mean, it, sometimes it's around whenever a specific Willie Nelson song comes on that my dad used to listen to. <laughs> okay, well, here we go. We're going to throw the trap, and if there's any ghost right. in here... Well, no, that's the reason that everybody's been sat around you. Okay, great. Here you go. Yeah. No, it's sticking me. It's just sticking me. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. It's sticking all of me. I threw it too close to him. (laughs) (laughs) It's not supposed to get guys. (laughs) Oh, this fucking thing sucks. Stupid piece of crap. Who bought this? Well, we invented it. Well, you got one. Yeah. <laughs> you got to invent yourself a fucking better brain, you idiot. This thing got me stuck in it. <laughs> it has to suck in a ghost. It's got to be a strong suck. I don't know. It might be working. I feel so much better. No. Oh. <laughs> I think it's working. Yeah, maybe the ghost is in you and we're... We we're, we might have to lose you, sir, to get the ghost. Oh, no. Come on. I don't want to die. I want to die. I can't die. Usually a strong apology to the one you love will save your life. Uh, well, Bully Nelson's not here. <laughs> what do you have to apologize to Willie Nelson for? I, I never appreciated his music. So it's not even to your dad who loved Willie Nelson. It's to Willie himself. What about your wife? Oh, honey. Honey, I'm so sorry we went on that tour of theaters. This is where that all started. I'm sorry we went to Scotland. I think it's just the ghosts talking. Turn it up. Ow, my fucking wrist. Ow. That's just the ghost. Just the ghost. Oh, great. My wrist! (laughs) Oh, the thing saved my wrist! My fucking wrist. Oh, boy. Well, Rachel, Jake, I've had the time of my life. Something unpredictable, but in the end it was right. Thanks for doing the show. This was so fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, we wanted to do this. Uh, I have two extra copies of Jake's book right here training to be myself and we figured for all our listeners we wanted to give the couple copies away um and also encourage everyone to get the book if you can't get it uh from this free giveaway jake where can they get the book you can get it anywhere books i tell people if you've got a local bookstore you like order it from them but uh you can get it anywhere um That's you can get cool. it from my website weimprov.org. i'll send you a signed copy um, yes um, that would be the best place to get it, right from the man himself. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, if you'd like to enter our little sweepstakes, go ahead and comment on our Patreon or tweet at us at Mandogpog. Is that what we are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what, Rachel had a great idea for what you should tweet at us. We were trying to figure out what the contest should be. Thank you so much. So the contest will be uh, <laughs> <laughs> two possible answers, which is what dog breed do you think Jake wishes he was? Yes. And we've already talked about this off air. We have his answer mm-hmm. locked in a safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't let my performance here be any hint. Don't use the evidence from this today. To I wasn't playing that type of character to give you an insight mm. into what mm. type of dog it is. Now, that's interesting. So they have to know you a little better than what you've done here today. They have to do some research <laughs> before they're doing their guesses. <laughs> I think we're gonna we're gonna go like okay. What does he look like? Everybody's gonna guess pug. That's my guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had no idea this game could hurt my. <laughs> I'm kidding, Jake. You're gorgeous, and pugs are gorgeous too. You don't even look yeah. like one now. Jake, uh, my dog is half pug, and he is famously um, terrifying looking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, so, uh, if you uh, if you insult Jake, you don't get the book. That's all right. right. Don't hurt his feelings. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, tweet at us at Mandogpod or comment on the uh, this episode on Patreon, and uh, we'll uh, the winner will send to co- a copy of the book to the two of the winners. Mm-hmm. Um, they get two copies. You and I copies. actually have a couple extra copies as well. So hopefully oh. we get some responses and we'll, uh, yeah, you know, great. have them to send out. But if not, go buy the freaking book. He's a brilliant artist and we're looking to support him. So support Jake and um, give him some, some of your bucks. That's what I'm Give him some of your bucks. Some um, of your jabucks. Uh, <laughs> which is, of course, as we all know, what Jake uh, was his incentive for students. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that's right. Um, we all know that. <laughs> Rachel, where could people find you and what would you like to plug? Oh, boy. Um, well, my improv team, Bitchin', will be performing it with We Improv every Tuesday night. And then you mm-hmm. can follow me on Twitter at Van S. Express. And you can follow my little cartoon Instagram at Van S. Expressions. Especially if you like ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we did some ghost work as a little uh, subconscious right. uh, plug there. That's right. Um, and Jake, where can people find you? Uh, wake up with Jacob. I, 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 anywhere on the internet that's a social platform, I think, is pretty safe. And we improv. You could go to that website to find where and when those shows are that Rachel was talking about. And you have shows Tuesdays and Wednesdays uh, in L.A.? That's right. Yeah, yeah, Tuesdays and Wednesdays in L.A. Yeah, so go check out those wonderful shows hosted by uh, this lovely person and featuring this other lovely person on Tuesday Ooh. nights. Um, <laughs> anything else, Ryan? Did we no, do it? I feel Did good about it? it. Thank you guys so much for doing the show. Love having you guys on. Thanks yeah, for having thank you. us. Yeah. This is always my favorite. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening, everyone. Patreon.com slash you're the man now, dog. Casey Trailer, thank you so much for the theme song. Annie Wu for the logo. And Brian Holmes for the editing and production work. Ryan, how did we do? I think we did good. I think we did. I think everyone was so funny. Have a wonderful <laughs> day, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.